Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another exciting edition, we hope, of Run Green Radio. <laughs> this is Cruiser Mel, and I've got Doug on the line, too. He wanted to say hi to everybody. How you What's doing? What's up? What's up? Uh, so my headphone wouldn't work, so I'm on my telephone, so it probably doesn't sound as good, because you had already logged in as the host, and I didn't know Blog Talk would do that to me, but they did. So anyway, I might not sound as good, which is all right. I won't be on too long. I wanted to um, make sure we talked a little bit about a couple things. One is we got a special guest tomorrow night. We're going to have Mo Berg from Pursuit of Happiness. So Sweet. Check in. Yeah, he wants to talk about his experience being on Todd's White Knight album. Oh, good. That'll be good. Yeah, maybe he can tell us if he's going to be on White Knight, too. Who knows? Mm, scoop, maybe. A little scoop action. Then also, <laughs> we have... Exciting news tonight. We have a debut of a cover of Just One Victory from Phil Thornley, a.k.a. Astral Drive. I know. This is going to be good. I haven't heard it yet. Yeah, it's awesome. So we'll play that, and then, of course, we're going to play the theme song for tonight, right, Cruiser Mill? Yeah. Yeah, I thought we'd, we would um, – basically, this is our announcements area, and then we'll play the – the Phil Thornley song, and then uh, hop right into the feel-good show of the week. Awesome sauce. Already got a caller on hold. I know who it is. So what? we got any announcements? I don't think we got anything. Big. Well, I know we do. You have something you want to talk about? That, yeah, um, yeah. This just this just in. Um, a few minutes ago, I saw that uh, Kathy Lee Brandstetter had posted on the, uh, uh, the Jesse Gress is King page, maybe even on our Rundgren Radio page on Facebook, uh, that, you know, the conduits, the conduits, you know them, they uh-huh. are releasing, it looks like, one song, and then AAA Battery is releasing two songs, that if you go and you buy them as downloads through April 30th, that all the proceeds will go to the Jesse Gress fundraiser, the uh, GoFundMe. So check it out on any of those links. CLB will put them everywhere, I'm sure. Uh, the link is rather lengthy, so uh, I'm not going to go through all that right now. But that's good news. How nice of them. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about that. Um, Rex had mentioned on Facebook that we should do a Facebook Live, which course wouldn't work for the way we do this show unless they just want to look at you playing with your computer or me which considering we're in quarantine and can't get haircuts and everything else it's probably not a good idea but the, oh. uh, <laughs> i was thinking you know it might be fun to do a facebook live auction and you know 
give away some of my Todd stuff or, or auction it off for Jesse's fun, like T-shirts or something. But I don't, I don't know how that the money part would work and the shipping and all that. But anyway, we'll think about it. Never know. But that's cool yeah, that he, Conduit of Humanity is doing that. Everybody it really is nice. Yeah. It is nice. So, uh, so um, Catherine Sowers is asking, Moberg's going to be on tomorrow night. Uh, Bill Saloon hooked that up for us. So be back tomorrow night. Not, not like you weren't going to be, Catherine, but you never know. Some people miss. <laughs> Linda Fisher actually missed a show. I'm still in shock. <laughs> she missed one <laughs> little show. It's okay. Can you believe it? That's like Keith missing <laughs> one. It just doesn't happen. All right, so... Other than that, I mean, you know, Todd stores are still running those deals uh, where you get some rare opportunities to get some stuff from them. You can all check that out, ToddStore.com. And what else? Uh, ChasmSultan.com merch truck. Yeah, you got some Chasm, that cool shirt that they're selling. I don't – we still don't have any news about the tour. Maybe we ought to email some of the suits and ask them. I mean, I, I'm still shocked that nothing's been said about this tour, but we don't know anything. Other than San Francisco is pretty much a lock to be canceled, and the Connecticut one, uh, Ridgeville, was that venue canceled that one. So, God, yeah. Let's wait and see what happens with the rest of them. We don't know anything about the NAS thing on June 1st because we're going to wait and see what happens with the Todd thing on June 2nd and 3rd. So, there you go. Last night's show was a lot of fun, Cruiser Mail. It really was. Oh, some of the lyrics were hilarious that uh, were <laughs> were parodies of Todd's songs, but they all were in the theme of this horrible virus mess that we're in, but everybody really phoned it in with uh, their A-game, and I'm very proud of our listeners and their talents. It's amazing, isn't it? we got some surprises, and we'll probably end up doing another one of those shows, give people more time and get more uh, music, and maybe play those again that we did the other night. Um, and we're still looking for something for Friday, uh, which is a tough night. But if you guys got any ideas or anything you want to hear or do, if we don't get a guest or come up with an idea, you know, i got a few old tricks in my bag. We can come up with something. Um, you know, another okay. theme-type show, play some jams. But speaking of jams, you don't have to come to us to listen to Todd music necessarily. Uh, you can always go to ToddFans.com and get that app and listen to it 24-7. But it may be different than what we're playing. And it may not be theme-based, but it's 24-7 Todd, and it's awesome. So ToddFans.com is that site. And so without further ado, Cruiser Mail, let's get this song yes, going. What do you say? I think we should. And this is uh, Phil Thornally, although I think Kazim pronounced it Thornally. So oh, really? perhaps that is proper pronunciation. He would know better than we. Uh, Astral Drive's version of our Todd Rundgren's Just One Victory. Let's take a listen. Let me, uh, yeah, let me yeah. uh let me uh forgot to fill the email me. Um okay, so you wanted me to make sure I told you a couple things. Oh it's okay. following in the tradition of Faithful. He's trying to copy the original song that he loves, but under the Astral Drive banner. He played two drum kits, sang lots Ooh. of backing vocals, did the bass, did the keyboards, and he can perform all the instruments close enough to the original, but the lead singing of of our hero question mark. <laughs> His voice is different obviously. And I I've uh-huh. actually heard it the guitar solo is not – I mean, Phil's not a guitar player. He can play, but he's not like a guitar player. It's not what he does. But it's a little different, and it's really good. It's cool. It's a good take on it. And so I think you are going to really like this. Um, so let's get that party started. And here we go, everybody. See you. <laughs> 
Spiel or whatever there at the end. I've always loved that part. You talking over my head on that one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody so that was the songs? High school band would know what that was. Yeah, but I guess you weren't a band geek. No. Did you see all the songs that I uploaded besides the ones that you had picked? By the way. I certainly do. We've got a lot I, to choose from. We but do. Uh, we'll we'll get to. Hopefully, many of them, but I'm hoping that uh, people will call in and share some moments of happiness with us. And uh, but tell you what, why don't we start off playing the song that pretty much inspired this show tonight. And then we are going to take a caller, 301, if you don't mind holding on just a little bit longer. Of course we'll get to you here uh, this one's a long one. It's uh, I Love My Life from Nearly Human. It's a real upbeat kind of gospel-y song that I was listening to the other day when I was out walking around the hood. And I was remembering a, a short a convo that I'd had with Jill Mingo about taking a walk and enjoying it versus taking a walk strictly for exercise. And so when this song came on in my ears, it just made me perfectly happy. And it sort of changed, it popped me on the side of the head that 
you know, we got to look for happiness now because we're all confined and horrible things are happening. Everyone is hurting. Uh, fear and depression are running rampant, basically, panic and stuff like that. And uh, so let's take a listen to I Love My Life. And if you feel like it, get up and dance. It's sort of hard not to when you hear this. So here we go. Todd Rundgren, I Love My Life. Oops, I pushed the wrong button. <laughs> Hold, please. Oh. oh, it moved way down the list somewhere. Hold on. Okay, where is it? Okay, Doug, where'd you put it? Dun, 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 dun. I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. I, I had a... I changed it to the... Oh, there it is. Okay, it just not, it's just not with the numbered ones for some reason. Okay, you ready? I found it. No, okay. I didn't. All right. You ready? Mm-hmm. A one. Go a for two. it. You go for a it. One, two, three, four. This mood altered state, take two. One, two, three,
<laughs> you know me. I like that ending. <laughs> Great song. Oh, yeah. So, does everybody got their dancing shoes on? And perhaps people, a box of Kleenex next to you in case we get teary-eyed later. Some people were talking about standing up in the chat room. Mm-hmm. Well, dancing. the ceiling's real high in the chat room, so go ahead and stand up and dance. <laughs> All righty. So we've had a caller that's been holding for quite a while. Let's let's see who that's going to be, shall we? 301, sure. you are on the air on Rundgren Radio. It's Linda Fisher. <laughs> Hi, Linda. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Hello, everybody. Hello. So my happy so, story. What? I've been in the house. Today is my 25th day. Cool. So oh, two weeks ago, I don't know. I think I've told a couple people this story. Two weeks ago, I got an email from my gym. And they said, you can freeze your membership. And I wrote them back and said, no, you need the money. It's coming out already. I don't care. Go on and take it. Just keep keep taking it out. I'm not oh. freezing it. And so they called me. That was on a Friday. They called me on on the next Sunday. And they said, I'm gonna, I, I get really choked up every time I talk about this. It's so cool. Okay, How would so you we like got the spin bike ready. Yeah, no, it's really awesome. How would you like a spin bike in your house? We're going to do Facebook Live classes for people, and we're going to bring you a spin bike. Wow. And Whoa. they brought me a spin bike, and I have a spin bike in my house, and I spin every single day. They have classes. And I get to look outside on my fountain. Carolyn knows Carolyn, if she's still on here. She's been in my house, and it's bright. And the, when if the sun ever shines, it hasn't. But if it ever does, I'm going to see the, the water on the fountain, and it's going to be bright. And I'm spinning every single day, and that's what's keeping me happy and safe. How cool How is that? How nice of them to, to do that. They, so they delivered that piece of equipment to you? Yeah. They did, and I've had it for two weeks now, and they're going to let me keep it and keep it until we go back to the gym. Man, that is awesome. I'm just, I know, I'm just like, it just like flipped me out. I couldn't believe they did that. How? That's a, that's a happy story. That's a very happy story. And I have not been no. out of the house. <laughs> just, no, so you're crazy, always the spin person? Is that what you do? Yeah. That's what I do. I spin. I, I take other classes, but and they they're giving other classes online also. But spinning's my thing. <laughs> cool. <That is laughs> I don't know how my neighbor feels about it. That's the first I've heard of any gyms doing that. That is, man, is that good PR for them? Isn't that awesome? I mean, come on. I'm just like floored that they're doing this. And there's yeah. like a couple of different instructors that get to do it. So, yeah, it's pretty cool, and I'm happy. <laughs> That's karma. Good things happen to good people. Yeah, yeah. Good job. That's what, exactly. Anyway, I'm glad to talk to you guys. I miss you all. <laughs> oh, I hope to see you in Philly. Yeah. We, we miss everybody. But I'm glad you're doing this every night, too. We'll keep trying. Well, 
I, I we're doing it just for you. You're the only listener we have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Okay. Well, that's uh, it. That's my right. happy story, story, everybody. I miss everybody. I'm really glad that you that you uh called in and um started <laughs> all this because I know some people get nervous about calling in and it's silly. Um I used to too, but you know, but we're you family. Can to my here. whiny voice, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody could do it if I did. There you go. It is not yeah. whiny. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you stay happy okay. and you know, the exercise is good for you. So, you know, it is. Everybody talk. should do something. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. okay. Bye. Well, we appreciate you, Linda. Thanks. I appreciate you too. Bye, okay. everybody. Bye, Mr. Bye. So, Mel. Uh, yes. Linda, I like to pick at her for being um, a, a caller cheerleader. So, what appropriate and perfect person to call to start the show. <laughs> she, yeah. She, you can see the excitement on Linda more than anybody else when there's a Todd gig going on. That's where I get that from. It's a lot of fun. A lot of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She is a little cheerleader. You're right. <laughs> and I like that. Okay, so we're starting to get some calls. Um, so maybe um, we're we're going to throw some songs in here and there. But uh, I know that I want to talk to this lady because she's had something really cool go- going on just outside her window. Is this Mindy Lang at 410? It is. Woo! The crazy bird lady, as I like to call myself. <laughs> the bird king. <laughs> right. And probably everyone on Facebook's calling me that now, but, you know, it's okay. I'm good with it. Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 so you, will... you have added to your family, I understand. <laughs> well, temporarily, anyway. Um, so, what happened was now and this is going to get a little I'm probably going to break down at some point here but I'll just warn you now because it's going to it's going to be a crossover here sort of um the this was started about over a month ago these morning dubs have been in my right outside our bedroom window I mean literally like if I open my window I could touch them you know so um if it's probably the end of February, I would hear every morning around 7.15, the first thing I would hear is them hitting the screen. I'd hear one of them, like I'd hear, you know, this little noise of the screen. And i oh, they're here. And so what happens is generally the male would be there, and then they do that mating call that they do. Um, so, you know, it's kind of like a, a they, the male kind of scouts places out for them to nest. By the way, I know way more about morning doves than I ever did in my life. I'll say that now. Um <laughs> So the male would, would come there and then call for the female to come, check out the digs, and if she likes it, then they build a nest. So I literally saw this whole thing go down from the time they were building the nest. You know, the everything I read about it is true. The female is there. The male comes in with stuff in its mouth, twigs or whatever. They're very lousy. They build these really crappy nests. They're very flimsy. And I was really concerned, but I guess they know what they're doing, so, you know, who am I to say? But um, the, the male would fly in, land on her back, stand on her back, hand her the stuff, and she would, like, knit this little crappy, you know, nest. So 
after like two or four days, they wouldn't be there. They would just do that in the morning, then they'd be gone. So then like, I don't know, a week later, they were there all the time. And so that's when I saw that the, the um, they're there for two weeks generally in the mating part, and then the eggs are there for two, incubation's two weeks. So, you know, you don't, and if you don't know they're there, you don't, you know, if, luckily I've been home, so I've been seeing a lot of the, the changeover and a lot of activity. But I first saw the eggs on March 14th. And I said to my husband like a week before, I said, I think we're going to see them in another week or so maybe. Well, all of a sudden I see, well, this was probably after, before the eggs. But then I saw the eggs for the first time on March 14th, and I was like, I'll be damned. So they've been here for a week already. I had no idea. But they, you know, they take turns sitting on them. So I happened to catch it. I happened, you hear hear the call. Like every day now when I hear one of them calling, I'm like, oh. Something's happening because that means that one's going to come and the other one will leave. It's really, it's really interesting. But um, they're very devoted, I have to say that. So, um, so I, you know, I watched that whole thing. The, then the eggs were there, and then they were born on the 21st. So, here's, so here's the thing, okay? As a lot of you also know, we lost our, and here it comes, we lost our beloved dog, you know, Obo. Um, and he passed away on March 18th. Um, so everything I read about doves, you know, and, and a lot of you may even know this, you know, they're, when they come to your house, it's supposed to mean like life, hope, renewal, and peace. And it's a very kind of a special thing when they, when they come to your house. And, you know, I've lived here for 23 years. There was a failed attempt about five or six years ago, kind of in the same spot. A few days later, the eggs were on the ground. I guess maybe they knew they weren't viable. I don't know, but it, it was upsetting at the time. But in the 23 years I've lived here, this has never happened like this, you know. And I was talking about the circle of life, you know, like, you know, one thing dies, another thing is born, you know. I, and, and so it's it's been very therapeutic for me. I, I guess it's probably why I'm I'm so, like, intrigued and just, captivated by it I, I feel like it's a it's it's like a real spiritual kind of a thing it's and I'm not like that generally you know well let me ask you a question I saw you you spoke, spelled the the species of the bird m-o-u-r-n-i-n-g and I always thought it was morning like good morning um but it, that that just now I'm getting choked up thanks Oh. Well, the reason is because they say that, you know, if you listen to their cry, a lot of people think it's, you know, it's kind of like in, in mourning. It sounds very plaintive. It can be, it's very like a sad kind of a sound, but really it's not. And when you know what all the different sounds mean, it's, it's really not. It's really, they're just really beautiful. I mean, I really, like I say, I've been watching the adults. I, I mean, literally, I mean, they look at me, they, you know, they're, like this big blob of whatever I look like to them, but they, they don't seem threatened by me. You know, they leave them alone now a lot more, like it said they would. And um, I, it's just, so that's why they call them that. That is technically how it's spelled. I think you could spell it either way, but I believe that's, that's technically why. And it's because of this plaintive sound that they make that mm-hmm. I guess, so it's all part of this whole, you know, this thing, and that's what I said to my husband. He just chuckles at me when I come down, and I go, guess what happened? And he's going, oh, God, he laughs. And um, I said, but you don't understand. I said, this is, 
there's a reason they came here. There is a reason. And it was two weeks before he passed away or three weeks before. So, you know, it's, but anyway, it's been really cool. And I hope everyone is not bored. I, I wish you could all see it like I'm seeing it. Even, you know, Facebook compresses the shit out of everything you post. So nothing ever looks that good as it does even when I, on my videos, you know, and I've taken like a thousand, believe me, you're lucky I'm not posting all of them, but because everything is just so cool to me and I see them get bigger and then I open my blind in the morning and this morning the two of them were just sitting there checking stuff out, you know, and then all of a sudden I look to the right and there's kind of just flew in, he's looking at me, you know, and he walks over and he starts feeding them and then they start just frolicking. It's the cutest thing I've ever I've never experienced nature this close up like this. It's really very cool. Do they do they bring the little babies worms or something? What what do they eat? So what they do is for the fir- first three or four days they both feed them something called pigeon milk, and it's supposed to give them. It's, they said it's like a cottage cheese kind of a mix of a texture, and it gives them a lot of. I guess like breast milk does for babies. It gives them a lot of what they need, and mm-hmm. then what they eat is seeds mostly. So the birds will store these seeds in part of their esophagus. I think it's called the coop or the, I forgot the name of it. But they can store up to 17,000 seeds, I think. So like when one will fly off, that's basically what they do. And then as soon as they come back and the other one leaves, they walk right over and start feeding feeding them. You know, so it says after they fly off, maybe 15 days, um, they'll hang around for two weeks. The father still will feed them for two weeks. Now, if they don't fly away when they're supposed to, so this is the other thing I'm worrying now, because one of them is definitely smaller and is not as active yet. But um, they, the, the parents will hang around and keep an eye on them, but they won't feed them anymore. You know, I guess it's tough love. You know, it's like it's a really quick adulthood. You know, <laughs> you know you're going to learn to eat. I guess they, they have to learn. They have to learn, you know. Yeah. So I'm I'm just afraid. I'm just happy no one fell off of there. Every day I was a nervous wreck, and now I'm like, oh, they got this thing. They they got it down. You know, it, they really do. We had a new front door put on yesterday, right below them. I was a wreck. I kept running up here, like, oh my god, these drills and all this stuff. And they just took it all in. They just they were just cool with it. You know, so I'm probably more of a wreck than than any than they are. So, but anyway, so that's my story. See, there's beauty in this world, right? Yes. It's yes. nice to look out your window and seeing life, you know, and you see life. Life is happening out there still. Something is being born, you know? That's right. That is right. Amen, sister. Yeah, so there you go. I didn't cry too much. I knew it was going to hit me, but anyway, it was all it was all kind of came together for me. It just kind of did. So, you know, temporary thing, but that's that's cool, you know? Temporary yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. So there you go. So good talking to you guys. And anybody that hasn't seen my thousand pictures and videos, go to my Facebook page because they're up plenty. And one of them actually did. One of them got air today. Caught air. He is flapping like crazy and probably got a half inch off the ground. And and I'm like, oh my. And Mike was happened to be sitting up here. And he was like, oh my god. I was like, yep, he's close. So hopefully I can catch that the first fledgling flight. Watching your little baby grow up, sending him to school. There you about go. There you go. <laughs> All right, you guys. Have a good night, everybody, and uh, hope to see you guys all soon. Love y'all. 
See, I mean, we know you'll be at our next function since you go to every one of them. You know it. You know it. (laughs) Who knows when that'll be? Thanks, Wendy. You you take care of yourself, okay? Okay. You guys, too. Okay. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. That is a sweet story, and I've been watching the little birds. And, and uh, see, that's the point of this show is, is for callers, or me, not even callers, listeners to, you know, it, it's just everything's all doom and gloom, it seems like. So just turn off the TV, and you'll, you'll be amazed what suddenly you've looked at a thousand times. All of a sudden you notice, oh, it's pretty, or... It's different, and and then it's different the next day, like the little babies or or whatever. So that's the whole point of this show, in case people are just tuning in. So, Doug, have you cried yet? (laughs) (laughs) Not yet. During the show. I'm I'm, I'm trying to be happy. That's the point. Why would I cry? Well, because sometimes happiness can turn to tears. They're happy tears, you know. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Why don't we play a real short song this time, huh? And then we're going to take a caller, 561. Hold on just just a couple of minutes, and we'll get to you, okay? All right. Here we go. This one is a personal favorite of mine. A lot of people have seen this live if they went to any of the Todd Healing shows. Uh, This this was a fun little ditty. So here we go. Is that love? Ending on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of like love, mm-hmm. I love that Linda Fisher and Catherine Sowers and Marcy 147 have their photos on Blog Talk chat room. 
How cool is that? Oh, I see what you're talking about. They're a little kind of a profile photo. Yeah, I see Bruce does too. Very nice. Good job, people. Yeah. Love yeah, it. good job. Good job. Okay, let's get to uh, a lady. I think this is her number, who has her picture as, as her profile. Uh, five six one. Is this Catherine? It is indeed. Five six one. I put it on my uh, profile picture just in case anybody that wouldn't know. <laughs> what a nerd. <laughs> um. Well, thank you guys for having this show. So far, the stories have been so heart, you know, just heartwarming. Linda, that is so cool. I mean, how generous of her to say, no, you guys need the money to keep, you know, keep it going. Wow. I wish I could say I would do the same thing, but Peter just got a big cut in his paycheck. So anyway, but anyway, Mindy about the dove, that's so beautiful. Anyway, so you want to hear about my my happiness, what I've been discovering during these uh, the lockdown? Please well, do. Yeah, um, seems like, and I know I'm not alone. That this pandemic has forced me to slow down. I do a lot, and if I told you what it was, you'd go, "Well, that doesn't sound like so much," but but it is. It's a lot. I do a lot. I work with a lot of other people, and it's um, it's very rewarding, but it sometimes can be very draining. And I'm running around here and there, and so I have um, – I told my work that I wasn't coming back. I had a little cold two weeks ago, and I said, I'm not coming back because I don't know what this is. And so my, my office kept going for two more weeks, and even Ooh. though Boca um, – official lockdown, you know, shelter in place officially uh, two weeks ago. They just kept going, and finally yesterday they went home. But um, so it's forcing me to slow down and doing the practical things that I've posted some pictures before and after pictures, you know, cleaning out my spice cabinet, my art crappy area. It feels so good to see space in between stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm just really appreciating the whole less is more concept. Really, I'm finding beauty in that. That sounds weird, but I do. I'm finding beauty in that. Sounds great. Um, I've, I've, you know, we can get out and walk the dogs, so we do. Uh, We walk the dogs at least twice a day, and then we sit out with them in our backyard. And our backyard is, you know, it's a development, but it's a pretty little old development. It's nothing special, really, but but it's on a little tiny lake, and we get Egyptian geese and mallards and. Uh, Muscovy, we get otters, we get turtles, we get cranes, we get swans, we see, I mean, I mean, not swans, not swans, we get the, um, oh my God, I'm freaking, what's the ones who deliver the babies? Storks. Storks. <laughs> yeah, the storks deliver the babies. Um, so we get a lot of wildlife, you know, and just sitting back there and knowing that I don't have to, like, look at my watch and go, okay, I've got to go in and do this because I've got to leave is so relaxing it's um it's kind of yeah. a new thing for me so i'm really really loving that um neighbors are nicer um we're, we're all you know from across the street we're waving at each other and saying hello to even though we don't, may not know each other it's kind of like you know a shared peril and we're all in the same boat so we, we might as well smile i'm i'm enjoying that um uh, yes yeah, i mean last week my cousins from hong kong called me using WhatsApp. I haven't talked to them in 30 years. 
but wow. they're in trouble. You can imagine what they've been going through politically and environmentally. They've been locked down for a while, except for the bars. Bars. So huh. it's still the COVID is still going crazy there because of that. Um, anyway, but uh, 30 years, and they just felt the need to reach out and say hello. And then last night during the show, they called. Well, I had to. I had to say, you know, I had to get off the show. So I'm glad for archives. I'm grateful for archives. Very grateful for archives. Um, my nephew. Oh, I got a call the other day. My nephew, uh, who was, you know, 48, 49, whatever. But he called and he said, this is a serious call. And I'm like, oh, God, what? He goes, I need to tell you how I feel about you in case I don't make it through this this pandemic because oh. he's very immunocompromised and okay i'll just leave it at that and i just went oh oh my god and he goes can you just listen and i said uh, uh yeah and he proceeded to tell me how he felt about me about what i used to do for him as a kid he grew up in a terrible environment terrible horrible horrible and um i tried to save him all the time as a kid you know i i Anyway, really, it was a very uh, beautiful call. It was really, it shook me, but in a good way. Um, so um, I said to him, I, I said, I, I need to think about what I, I want to say, because that never occurred to me to do that. Um, I guess I'm just living in the now right now, I guess. Um, I love working from home. I don't have a difficult job. I answer phones part-time for an answering service, right? So I say, hello, this is Doug and Mills. This is Catherine. How may I direct your call? You know, about 300 times in a four-hour period, sometimes 400 times. Um, but now working from home, it's quiet, and I love it. So <laughs> I, I'm going to see if I can't arrange to keep this going um, after the CDC lifts their ban um let's see what else um oh peter peter works from home and he's often mentioned he's a loner he's a true loner he's mentioned though that sometimes he gets lonely because he, he is at home and today i heard him on the phone with with a team you know he's part of a team working um all of these people the entire company got a significant pay cut rather than lay people off and so here is his team that he's part of. They've all had a significant pay reduction in the pay, and they were laughing. I've never heard so much laughter and camaraderie as I have heard in that room this afternoon. I have to tell you, Peter's, you met him. Uh, he's quiet but interested in you guys and what's going on. But for him to be expressing that kind of emotion and happiness in spite of, I just found that remarkable, just remarkable. Again, I use the word shared peril because they're all, you know, who knows if they're going to have a job in a month or two if, if things don't turn around. So for now, he's happy. And he also told me, he said, I love you working at home. And I said, why? He goes, because I get lonely and you're here and it's companionship. And, you know, we've been married a long time, 34 years next month, but if you can't help but sometimes take the other person for granted in the sense that you don't recognize how precious and fragile relationships are until they're threatened or something happens and they end. So to hear him say that, he's not a real gushy guy, 
um, was really heartwarming also. It made me, and I, I noticed that we're very comfortable with each other, which is a good thing. But with me usually running back and forth and going in and out, not home very much, and now home, just a quiet, we don't even talk that much. We just look at each other, and there's such an appreciation. And I, I just love it. I actually really, really love it. And I think that that gives me, you know, this whole thing is giving me, like many people, a clearer perspective of, of just how fragile life is and how we don't know what's going to happen because of this nature of this beast that's out there. You could have it, and you might not show anything for a couple of weeks, but yet you might have it. I may have had lunch with you. I may have given it to you, so on and so forth. We'll keep it happy. Right now, I'm happy for the here and now that I'm healthy, that my family and friends are doing okay. Um, we're, you know, thank God for savings. <laughs> and, um, but no, you know what? N- we're not depressed. I had, we were both shocked the first couple of days, but now we're into it. And, and you know, we're cutting back on a lot of stuff, and it feels good. It feels really good to cut out some of the stuff that we really didn't need to spend that money on. And um, it makes you appreciate that, too. It makes you appreciate having an income. Um, oh, my God, is there anything else? <laughs> FaceTime, Marco Polo. I'm grateful for that. Uh, Julie and I talk to each other. We see each other. That's nice. And I know she's going to call in later today. And then uh, FaceTime, talking to people. My, you know, my dearest friend since we were 11 years old in San Francisco, they've been on lockdown for a while. So she sits, puts her phone and shows me the Bay Bridge, you know, leans out, look at Knob Hill, see what's going on there. So I see my hometown, and I think I've talked myself out. I'm happy. I'm happy today. Good. Good. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> but I have some questions. Uh-oh. Oh, gosh, of course you do. Okay. <laughs> well, of course you do. So here we are. We're calling in to you. But, Mel, you know, I, I, I know you, but I don't know you. What, besides cruising, what, what and besides um, Tilly, what, what floats your boat? What makes you happy? Well, I've, I've certainly said it a lot here uh, on the radio show that uh, I used to be a very active walker. I used to love walking, not not necessarily for the exercise benefits, but just a time to clear my head, uh, listen to some tunes, and um, so I don't know, somewhere, oh, I think I, it's because I wrecked my knee and had surgery a few years ago. I haven't been, you know, a person that says, well, I've got to leave the house and go take a walk now. But during all this, I live by myself. I, I don't have the luxury of having another human being. <laughs> to mm-hmm. to like you said just just wave at and and know that they're there in the house. So, uh we've been on lockdown here for um, 21 days here in Dallas and or at least I put myself on lockdown. We'll we'll put it that way until the city actually said something, but uh I've started walking just to have some human interaction even if it's just waving to somebody across the street. And so that is my therapy right now. That and doing this show at night, uh, amazingly. I remember I remember way back when, a couple of weeks ago, when <laughs> Doug said, let's do these every night. And I thought, oh, my gosh, this is just going to be hard. And, oh, you know, I don't want to do it. And uh, whiny, whiny. <laughs> but I really... 
I'm really enjoying it. I'm enjoying seeing people in the chat room uh, talking to each other, not really talking about anything in particular, but it's mm-hmm. that that gives me pleasure. So I really look forward to every day when I'm going to go take my walk. One day I couldn't take it because it was raining, uh, but I walked on the mm-hmm. treadmill instead. And um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. That's that's my happiness yeah, right now. It's wonderful. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And hey, hey, Doug, how about you? <laughs> hey, Sowers. Imagine that. Hey. Sowers calling in and asking a question. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing I really enjoy. It makes me happy is picking at you a little bit here and there. Oh, yeah. You're a good sport. I get it. I get it. I like it. <laughs> Mel was, she did, Mel was like, I don't know if I want to do every show. So that's all right. I'll do some. You do some. She's done every one of them, so that's great. But um, I uh, I, I got a, a lot of things that, that, I mean, I could go for days about that, and I, but I don't want to get into too much about how lucky and how much good fortune I have in this situation. and. And what, what I think that makes me happier more than anything is, I don't, I don't want to call it dream, I'm going to call it more like hope, but I think that this event could change the, change a lot of people and change the world a little bit. When you talk about the things you're talking about, um, you know, I see more people walking, I've met more neighbors. My, my best friend in high school I haven't talked to, and I think about it a lot, you know, like we, we never, we didn't stay in touch like we should have, but uh, she's called me twice in a week. We talked for three hours today. Um, you know, we're starting to realize here what some other countries already know and how they already live, and that is a little bit more laid back, and it's not so much pressure and work and this, that, and that, that where you can actually, you know, take a nap, you can uh, enjoy some things in your life, you can walk your dogs, you can meet people. It's a nice situation in that regard. You know, there's plenty of negative going on with this situation. But when you look at the lifestyle for the people that are now at home uh, that aren't getting killed on their paychecks, it's a uh, it's a game changer. So mm-hmm. I think that uh, yeah, this could be this could be something that really makes people yeah. realize that some of the things that they think are so important are not that important. Right. Very so, good. Yeah. It's true. What is and my God dogs saying? make what, me happy. What is our choice? What, are, what do we choose? <laughs> Happiness. Well, and yeah. the dogs are so beautiful. I had no idea they were that big. I don't know. Every time I saw the, you know, the close-ups of the fuzzy faces, I just imagined them to be little less than 10-pounders, and they're anything but that. They're all they're fur. Early. Yeah, they're about, they're, we're shaving them on Friday. They're going to get the shave down on Friday. Okay. Oh, we'll see, our, our dog okay. groomers can't work here. We do at the curbside. They pick them up. You got they take them from you, and you can't go inside. Oh wow! Yeah, we got a lot of curbside. That's one of the things too. I like doing here is yeah. You know the restaurants. Everybody was worried about them, but I think they're doing pretty well with the curbside. People are supporting it. Um, You know, and they're probably doing just as well because they don't have to have as much going on. So it's Mm -hmm. people have been very supportive. You see the good come out in people in situations like this sometimes. So uh, I've seen some yeah. of that. It's been great. It's made me happy. Um, so, Wonderful. yeah, time. Time makes yeah. everybody happy, right? Extra time. Time. You do what you want. Time. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. right, exactly. I and, you know, your, well, your, mm-hmm. your minimalism thing that you're talking about, you know, getting rid of stuff, that to me is, mm-hmm. um, you know, that was something I got hooked on. We talked about probably some last year. Mm-hmm. But uh, yep. I've been able to do that with this free time and start, you know, getting rid of more stuff. And I, I do think yep. that. I know that's kind of a 
a trendy thing these days, but it, it does work. Very, it does very, work. It does. It makes you, it makes you realize what a burden material stuff can be. Yes. You know, and at one time it served its purpose, but it hasn't served a purpose because it's sitting in my garage. You know, so I get it. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's good. Yeah. I, le- I appreciated our talks about minimalism. Yeah. But you guys, thank you. I've taken up uh, some time, and I appreciate you taking the time for listening to what's making me happy today. Appreciate it. And I love hearing about what's making you guys happy. So I will talk to you later. Okay. All right. Oh, thanks for calling. All right. That was a good call. You're welcome. Bye. Thanks for asking. Take care. Mel, Bye. we forgot to say one thing that makes us happy. What? Is listening to Catherine Sauer sing a parody song. <laughs> that was pretty awesome last night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. Shoot. I was going to ask her if she really is, you know, at the mall with, with wailing at the mall. <laughs> yeah, no. But the, um, that I mean, I really loved everybody's songs. It was really good last night. That was a lot of fun. Anyway, I digress. It's time for some music, I think. How about something really uplifting? In fact, let's call it the up.
Pretty perky, huh? Yeah, it is. <laughs> From my favorite era of Utopia, the four-piece pop version. Love it. it. That's your band. That's your jam. That's my jam, man. All right. So we've got somebody on the line. They've been holding a little while. I apologize to 440. You are Ohio. on the air. Is this Enid, Ohio? 440. Oh, turn your computer down. Okay, we'll come back to right, you. Man, I think you'll take 585. Why don't we do that? Yeah, let's do that. 585. Hello, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Fine. I went to, I went I went to I went to Nepal and the whole world fell apart. Veggie! <laughs> Hi. Uh, Seriously. <laughs> What's up, bitch? Um, well, I just thought I'd tell my uh rescue from Nepal story. It's a it's a it's a it's a good one. So like I said, I went to Nepal and everything was fine. And um, while I was there, the whole world went to hell. <sighs> I was watching yeah. on Facebook. I was hearing from other travelers that were, you know, on CNN. And were like, everything here is fine. What the hell is going on? <laughs> it was very bizarre. So by the end of the tour, it was pretty clear that things were getting a little grim back at the States. So, um we had people from Australia, Ireland, um, and another country. I can't remember. And um, the Aussie was told that when she got back to Australia, she would have to self-quarantine for 14 days. If she walked out of her front door, she would be fined $20,000. So they weren't messing around. So um, my ticket was for Tuesday the 24th, was the flyback, and um, I had suggested maybe I leave a little bit early, and they went down to the um, ticket office, and there was nothing available, and they said, your flight's confirmed, you'll be fine. So Friday night after the final dinner, they announced that Sunday they were closing the airport in Kathmandu, and anybody who didn't have a flight out was going to have to stay in Nepal. So these tour directors and guides, whose job is to show us around Nepal, found each and every one of us a plane ticket out of there. Now, that is not their job. We are responsible for our own airfare. Now, part of it is probably because they just didn't want to have to deal with us because they said they would take care of us. But um, that was pretty remarkable. Um, at one point, ticket prices were going for six to $7,000. And um, my husband said, "Just take it, just get out of there." Um, but I ended up I ended to, up finding a, huh? You didn't have to pay that though, did you? No, um, I didn't know what I was going to have to pay. They just got the ticket, so they got me as far as New York City. Um, it would have been impossible to get a, a flight to Rochester. So, um, so Saturday morning, they were not having any luck finding me a flight. I knew the airport was closing the next day, and then I started to kind of freak out. I was like trying to figure out how I was going to hunker down in Nepal for all this. And um, that afternoon, because I was alone, my husband didn't go. Um, that afternoon, I found they found me a flight. And um, it took me all the way to JFK. 
So the thing is, when I went into the airport in Kathmandu, first thing I did was take my temperature. Now, this is not an airport you want to spend a lot of time in. It's very old and with, like, no amenities. They went, they flew to Abu Dhabi, a brand new airport. It's gorgeous. It was like a, it was like a mall. It was kind of gross, actually. Um, it was just like a, a really highfalutin mall with a lot of perfume. Um, did not take my temperature. I went through customs in Abu Dhabi, American customs in Abu Dhabi, so that when I landed at JFK, all I had to do was get my bags and go. So I landed in JFK, no temperature taken, no um, documentation or no, um, you know, pamphlets on COVID-19, nothing. Like, it was just another day. Pretty behind the eight ball. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in Lumbini, a tiny little airport in southern Nepal, they took our temperature twice. And like, and then they took it back in Kathmandu, but nothing since they left Nepal. And last time I checked, Nepal only had five cases. Now, I don't know how accurate that is because I don't know how much testing they're actually doing. But um, they were at least all over it. And then two days after I left, they closed the country down, and they're literally out there with sticks sending people home if they found anyone out. <laughs> um, and, like, on motorbikes, you know, the cops had, like, these bamboo sticks, and they would whack the back of the tire. They weren't actually hitting people, but they were telling them, basically, get the hell home. And my friend Tammy from Australia said that last uh, two days ago, cops showed up at her door to make sure she was she was sheltering in place. So Good. they're not messing around in Australia either. Yeah. So sure, the Hanks family got it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um. Well, so Virginia, I think the story of you getting together is the better story. The story of huh? getting to go on this trip all of a sudden out of the blue. Oh my god! Well, that was amazing because I'll try to make it quick. I was um, I was gonna go, and then we had a hard time getting the airfare last November, so we just we were both gonna go. And we just decided to, sh- to shelve it and go another time. It just wasn't. It felt wrong. Like it wasn't wasn't happening. Getting a plane ticket was really difficult. So um, I had trigger finger surgery on. February 20th, and that afternoon, my friend Nigel called me from England and said, I am having back problems. I will give you my trip to Nepal. I'll just put it in your name. And I, yeah, yeah, I was like, "Um, let me, so I called work, and she said, I'll be pissed if you don't go. And, you know, my husband said, oh, my God, you have to go. And that day, I bought my plane ticket, and two weeks later, I was on a plane to Nepal. It all happened very, very fast. <laughs> and, uh, that is awesome. What a nice friend. You got back. Could have been awful, but you got back, so it worked out. It and the whole thing was just amazing. And when you go to a place like that, you look at our lifestyles, and I think this is happening to a lot of people. This is this is giving everyone a chance to slow down and reflect, and just take stock of what we have, and we got it made here. We do. And, you know, Pete, we have got it made. And, you know, but the people, I'm, everyone I met in Nepal was just lovely. And we stayed in these homes. And these people don't have anything, but they fed us. And, and they gave us um, a place to sleep. 
and you know they entertained us and they taught us their culture and they were lovely and they don't have anything and they don't care because they don't want anything they want you know good health and family and food you know and and that's kind of what um Catherine was talking about you know just the simple things simplifying minimizing simple things in life yeah yeah. Traveling yeah. to other countries is a very educational experience. It will open your eyes. It really will, especially when you go to places less privileged than us. Yes, there are a lot of them. And we're we're a young country. We're we're dumb in a lot of ways, which is and that's just been obvious <laughs> these past few weeks. You know, we're <laughs> arrogant and. Um, but I just hope that I think this is a really good opportunity for everybody to just slow down and and be grateful. That's why I was so happy when this show is coming. It's like we have so much good. to be grateful for. Yeah, I'm dude. loving this time alone in my house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not bored at all. Yeah, I'm I don't know. A mural in my in my house. Gen Xers, man. I don't know if you're a Gen X or whatever, but we're supposed to be prepared for this. It wasn't a big deal, and I kind of agree with that. I'm a Gen X. It's like it's no big deal. I'm, here. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the I'm a I'm a wedgie. I'm between boomers and Xers. Uh, Sixty five. I don't fall in either category, but um, but yeah, we should have been prepared for this. Yeah. You know, and it's going to happen again. So. I don't say that. Okay, that's right. We're keeping positive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. I, mean, I hear the rumors. You know, it could happen to fall on our yeah. Well, we're but learning, we're, though. You know, yeah. we're we're learning exactly. The simplest things, yeah, wash your hands. Don't stand so yeah. close to that person. And, you know, right. it's the same stuff we should have been doing all along. Well, it's, it's this didn't happen because people didn't wash their hands, but it spread because because of that. And, you know, on Tuesday I go back to work. I go back to work in the grocery store. I'm going to be out there with everybody. And oh. um, I'm sort of... I need to get back with my coworkers, <laughs> you know, and, and join the join the fight because I feel like I feel kind of bad that you know I haven't been with my my team members. So um, you know, it'll it'll it's all good. You know, it's bad, but it's there's so much good that can come from this. And if we don't acknowledge that, then what a waste. Yes, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Stuff, edgy. Well, I'm glad you got to go to India, and I'm glad you got back and didn't get stuck. I, I went mean, to Nepal. It might have been kind of cool to be stuck over there, but then again, maybe not. Um, Nepal. Nepal, not India. Nepal. Oh, um, well, yeah. Okay. I went to India two years ago, but I just That's right. That's right. I'm still um, thinking about that because you're on the plane for 16 hours. <laughs> oh, my God. The flight from Abu Dhabi to JFK was 14 hours, and I was dying. <laughs> that and I was bored. <laughs> I'm glad you got to go to yeah. Nepal and didn't get stuck. Uh, yeah, it was great. It yeah. was great. And every time you say Katmandu, you know what I want to do, right? Katmandu? Katmandu. Yeah. I want to bust out some Bob Seger, baby. It's a wild We should have had that uploaded, Mel. Huh? We should have had that uploaded, Katmandu. Katmandu. Long show. You know, a lot of people said you should stay there, but my point was, what am I going to do when the te- the, the country closes down? Yeah, so and it could have been months. I, I would have been stuck 
Uh, yeah, well, they they've extended the the lockdown till April fifteenth. Mm-hmm. So you know, I would have been stuck in a hotel room. Mm-hmm. I'd rather be stuck at home. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but yeah, with my dogs. You know, for sure. With my dogs. All right, I will I will go, and somebody else can have a turn. But it was nice to chat with you guys. Good hearing from you, Veggie Girl. And uh, I miss yeah. you. I know. Well, I was going to go to San Francisco and Philly and New York, but I wish they would, um, the Todd Camp would sort of let us know what's going on. Yeah. Because I, I went oh, ahead yeah. and, and I canceled my San Francisco flight because I'm not going. It's in, it's in, uh, no. That know. one's done. Yeah. That ain't happening. But I went, I, I still have my tickets. You know, if, if the show's going on, I need to sell them. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that, yeah. I, I, I just heard that they, I think the city or the, it's not happening. That, that concert's not going to happen. They're, they're not going to let it yeah. happen. So. I wouldn't think so, but they, the Live Nation and, and the Fillmore need to do better about communicating to us ticket holders what's going on. I agree. So, yeah. But hopefully Philly's happening. I mean, I'm, I'm, I've got tickets for that, so, you know, fingers crossed. You never know. It's a couple months off. There you go. So we'll hope for that. All right. Sounds good. All right. See you on the road. All right. Stay healthy. Be careful. All right. You too. Okay. Okay. Thank you. See you later. Cruiser Mel. I'm sitting here looking at a lot of songs I wouldn't mind hearing right now. I know. I want to surprise you with one that I'm glad that you suggested uh, because I know it's one of your favorites, first of all. But uh, it's a good one. So, everybody, this is one of Doug's very favorites. I'm sure he's going to have to mute himself because he's going to be singing along. This is Hideaway.
Happy Doug. Yes. Yeah. I love that song. I love that song. I know. I love when J-Po and them do it at our parties and we're dancing. And by then I'm in a specially good mood. Because <laughs> 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 it's usually like the finale or close. It's so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we love it when J-Po plays that. that. That is a really good one. I'll mm. tell you what I want to do since... Believe it or not, this show is going very quickly, um, and we do have a caller on the line, but since we played your favorite, I'm going to play mine now, and then we're going to get to 941, so please just hold on, okay? Okay, this is Where Does the Time Go? Yay.
Oh, yeah. I love it. <laughs> That's my happy place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't like go? that song much? The time does not fly. Oh, I love it, but the time is not flying right now. So. <laughs> well, that seems to be all we've got <laughs> right now. Yeah. It's time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Jelly beans. Yeah. All right, we've got somebody from uh, area code 9, I'm sorry, I almost said it wrong, 941 that's been holding. Let's find out who it is. Veronica. Maybe. Hello. How did you know that? Is it? 941, you're with us. It's a mystery phone number. How did you know that? (laughs) Look at me. Not bad. I rolled the dice. Hi. How are you all doing? All Everybody okay? Yeah. Doing good. How are you doing? I'm good. Good. Working from home. About uh, to be in lockdown after tomorrow in Florida. Finally. But mainly <laughs> the reason why I wanted to call in tonight was to be friendly and remind people that I know that with the impending tour for individualists that's coming up in May and June, which probably isn't going to happen. I just wanted to remind everybody, not in a sad way, but in a a smart way, to um, check out your hotel reservations if you've made them with the blocks that we've had, and check your airlines, and make sure you can, you know, milk everything you can out of it. Don't pay fees for not canceling on time and checking into it to see what you can do to extend it and so on and so forth. So that was the main reason why I wanted to call tonight was just to, you know, with everything else that's going on and people are so stressed out, just, you know, the basics, take care of it. Don't worry about it. It takes a lot off your mind and what's going on in the calendar. That's it. That's it. I was uh, thinking about that today. I forgot that I'd booked flights for Pohida, Fernando, Nick to go yeah. to Philadelphia. So I got to deal with that if we if we have to cancel the NAS thing. But anyway, I don't I don't want to talk about canceling. I want to think that maybe it's got a shot. And if not, we'll do it sometime. No, don't worry. No, We're gonna do not that canceling. Sometime. But wait till the the announcements come out yeah. and figure out what you can do because I know I'm dealing with a bunch of rescheduling airlines and airlines aren't yeah. being that friendly. They're yeah. um, wanting you to give you give you credit to not you know just cancel for no fee, which is bullcrap. But you know what can you do? That's what they're doing exactly. on the cruise lines a lot too. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well. So that was the reason for my call, and I just um, want to remind people to be diligent and don't let them milk you for things that they don't need to milk you for. All right, we'll do it. Yeah, and that's your public service announcement, Jeff. Ladies there it is. That is. <laughs> it's sponsored by Veronica. That's you got something that makes you happy? You can tell us, <laughs> like the water in Florida or something, or. Pardon? I said, can you tell us something that makes you happy, like the water in Florida, maybe, or. Oh, absolutely. Well, calling a friend, or. I mean, I'm looking at the Florida water all the time, and well, very happy. But there's there just um, too many people that are. Crowding my little dog park over there that there aren't supposed to be there to begin with anyway. So. Oh, you, you take your dog to the dog park. 
if I do take my little Mia there, and there's all these people that aren't supposed to be gathering in globs of numbers, which doesn't even make sense. So no, anyway. it does not. Hmm. No, but you're not. Doesn't. You're playing smart, right? No, I'm home. Good. <laughs> and thank goodness that I can work from home, and thank goodness that you guys can be there for us and uplift up us and make it a happier place than what it needs to be. But really, I I, I just wanted to express to everyone that has med, made reservations to please double check them so people don't lose more money than what they're going to lose already. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was smart on my trip. I'd planned I'd had everything was cancelable. I always do it that way. I don't care what discount they offer because you just never know what's going to happen. And now we certainly now can say we never know what's going to happen. This is about as unexpected as it gets. But uh, I know it's crazy. Anyway. It really is. That's good. Your dog but park's I, still open. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that um, you know doggy parks will make us happy, and mm-hmm. in a few months we'll be able to be back to somewhat of a normality. So we'll see. Used to, but. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, thanks for the call. Um, Let us know. Doug and Mel, thank you for keeping it going. Good reminder. The, um, All right. Really appreciate it. Sure. Thank you. Matt, Veronica thank from Florida. I guessed it, Cruiser Mel. How about that? And you, I know. You the, did. I know we got we got you a call did. from 630, and I don't know. That's Chicago close to it, but I have no idea who it is. Let me think. 630. Wow. Chicago. I don't I don't think that's CLB's area. I don't know who it is. Anyway, it could be Lusty. I, I think I do. 630, is this Linda? No. No. Lusty. Oh, it's Mary Ann. Okay. Yes. Hi. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Happy Rumbling Radio evening. What's up, Tiki Talk? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, hey, I'm really enjoying this. Thank you guys for doing these shows. They're so much fun. I really Good. enjoy them a lot. And I just I have a, a, a very simple little happy happy uh, moment that happened to me today. I was sitting at the kitchen table talking to my sister on the phone, and I looked out the window, and what did I see but a bush that has little teeny weeny green leaves on it, and I was so happy to see that. <laughs> In Chicago area. Yay! It's spring. <laughs> That's that that's the kind of stuff, yeah, that I was looking for tonight. It's the dumbest it's the stuff. Little but things. Great. <laughs> yeah. I was so happy. But then I had Good. to when I hung up the phone I had to go out and look at it. <laughs> you know, a few a few years ago when Todd's mother passed away, I, maybe it was C L B I can't really remember who spearheaded the whole plan, but you could purchase these little baby Trees. I don't know saplings. I don't oh, dogwood trees. Yeah, they little dogwood trees. trees. Now I, yep. I planted it in my front yard. Poor little thing was a foot and a half tall and scrawny as hell. And those trees should not be growing at all in my area. But darn, if that thing hasn't sprouted up, it's got to be four feet tall by now, and it's got green leaves on it as of yesterday. Cool. So it's the same type of thing, you know? Yep, it is. It truly is. Although I would think that you would be way ahead of us. What do you mean ahead? 
like with with the season. Absolutely. You said it has little green leaves on it, but I would think that you'd be all branched out by now, right? No. Mm, no, it's it's no, but it, they it's like the leaves were not there Monday, and yet they were Tuesday. Wow, cool. We well, got a long a moment. Way to go before we. Not kidding. Not kidding. Well, well, I, I think I'm gonna get off and let 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 a man call in. Right? <laughs> yeah, this is late tonight. It seems like so. It yeah. would be nice to to get a caller again. Tonight. If you call in and you want to talk and tell us your happiness story or your moment, whatever, feel free six four six seven one six nine two six two. But you have to press one. Otherwise, we think you're just listening on the phone, which is fine. Turn off your phone when you call. I mean, turn off your computer because we can't, um, you know, um, it, it's delayed, so it creates a problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's why we couldn't take that other call. 440 had their computer on, I believe. That was Right, right. Oh, look at this. Suddenly we're getting calls. Oh my goodness. I've got I see a phone call from somewhere near me here in Dallas. Uh 972. Hold on, let's get you on here. 972. Hello. Hey, Mel? Yeah. Hi. This is Barbara Vaughn. I think I sent a, a message to you about I saw dandelions in my yard, and it made me happy because they look so bright and sunny. (laughs) They little buttercups, yeah. (laughs) But, no, thank you for letting me know this was going on tonight. It is uplifting, and I appreciate you guys so much. I met you at the White Mm -hmm. Album Tribute very briefly, but it was great. That's right, out out in front of the ticket uh, box office. Yeah. No, and I just really love this. I love Todd. I'm, I said I was toddling myself to death, and somebody said, oh, my God, I use that expression all the time. <laughs> What's the expression? But I'm toddling myself to death. <laughs> <laughs> oh my and there's nice. worse ways to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I could go on with bad stuff in Dallas County, and you're in Denton County. Right? No, I'm in Dallas. But, oh, you're in Dallas. Okay. Um, yeah, I could go on a bet. My husband was laughing his butt off today. He calls me when I was, I had off today. But he calls and he says, now I know what my life is worth. Uh, the president of the company came out and gave him a check for $100. and said, <laughs> go out and have fun. And he's like, where's there to go out and have fun? <laughs> Yeah. Grocery store. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah. Go home and have fun. <laughs> That's all we can do. That's it. Well, I'm glad the dandelions make you happy. In. I, bucks. I think this was your first time to call in, so it's good to hear your voice. Oh, it is. And you'll see me again, hopefully, in the future. But um, loving my Todd and keeps me going. Groovy. All right. I hope yeah. to see you at a show soon, sooner rather than uh, later, at least. Okay. Well, y'all take care. I won't keep your time up, but yeah. Keep take on care. keeping on. We'll see you at a Todd gig, Road to Utopia. 
All righty. Thanks, Barbara. All right. Okay. Barbara's got a good happy voice. I like it. Yeah. 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 She's good. She's good people for the three minutes that I spoke to her in person. <laughs> Actually, Doug, she only knew who I was because I was I was picking up my tickets at the box office for that White Album show, and I was wearing our uh, hoodie, black hoodie from our oh. most recent party. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So um, Forsyth work. She's in the chat room. What's up? Yeah, What's very up? Recon- recognizable with the. Mm-hmm. Pothead on the back. No doubt. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want to play music, but I'm excited that now suddenly we've got some callers in the queue. So let's yeah. go to, let's see, let's take one, and then we'll play a song after we talk to this one. Uh, 843. Hi. What up? What up? We got a man. <laughs> Testosterone. Testosterone. <laughs> Need a little more testosterone. Yeah, just yeah, just a little bit more because I'm like stuck and bored. Sorry, but uh, well, you know, you you can't go out anywhere, you know, because uh, you know we're so uh, used to the lifestyle of being uh, mobile to make us happy. But uh, uh, tonight I'm just like sitting, relaxing on the couch and. Uh, I mean, the technology that you guys are using just reminds me of the antiquated technology back in the 70s when we take these long trips and and these large sedans, listen to the AM radio station, and it's just very soothing. <laughs> yeah. And it's, and it's yeah. very relaxing. Yeah. Very relaxing. You know. Who is this, I, by I, the way? Like, uh, who is this? I'm the person that stirs a lot of stuff on Facebook. <laughs> it's me, David, out in Myrtle Beach. Hey man, Myrtle Beach, nice. nice. <laughs> All right, good, good to Yeah, I, I can't do anything because you know I've been laid off work for about two weeks and I'm like uh, stir back crazy. Oh, I bet. So they just they just decided to lay you off because of all this. Is that what happened? Uh, no. The governor says you must shut down. So it's just like it, you know, it aggravates you because it takes a lot of out of your life. Sure. And um and you know, you don't know what to do, but uh now I'm like cooped up and uh actually I was uh just uh subliming to everything you guys were just, you know, talking about and the music and uh, uh I was just like it just like it, it's so relaxing to listen to because like I said, you know, you're not using the the, the top edge technology, but who cares? It just reminds <laughs> me of like the the listening to like AM radio station that, you know, we listen to in the car and then, you know, for the long haul trips and it's like soothing and relaxing and it just, ah, uh, just talking, kind of like sitting down around down with your family, you listen to the president or whoever come on AM radio back in the Beaver Cleaver days. That's what we probably used to sound <laughs> like. Blog talk. It's free though, man. Come on. Yeah, yeah, it's a free service. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, those long sedan cars, you know, like <laughs> like the Cleavers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we get it. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> it can and, be bad. Now here we are in the future. You know, we're supposed to have flying cars. You know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, you know, if we had another platform that we could figure out, we'd probably do it. But hey, we got a good chat room going. 
You know, people call in, we can play music, it's all good. Yeah, people are starting to finally figure out how to get into the chat, so that's good. So did you grow up there? Does the beach make you happy, and that's why you're at Myrtle Beach? Uh, No, no, no. I uh, moved here about 20 years ago because uh, why not? Yeah, why not? Where'd you move from? A random happy-go-lucky decision. Where'd you move from? Uh, Maryland. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Were you well, on the coast uh, in Maryland too? Uh, n- no, more central Maryland, um, like like the Frederick area. Oh, cold okay. Maryland. Have you been to the Ram's Head in Annapolis? Yes, I saw Robin Trower there once. No good. I've seen Todd there. Yeah. yeah uh, uh, for this area, he, he, lately he uh, pops into um, Durham. Oh, yeah. that's where I saw uh, Utopia there. Oh, mm-hmm. I that think you were was... supposed to go there for this tour, right? The individual tour. Uh, they watched uh, Charlotte. 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 Okay. That'd be a first. Yeah, okay. Or not yeah, first, yeah, I saw, but a while. Yeah, I, I saw the individualist at Charlotte last year, too. And, nice. uh, again, and I don't think it's uh, going to happen right now. No, so, probably not. Everything's <laughs> on hold. He's... You know, he's stuck out there in Hawaii just walking the beach. Hey, somebody wants to know what city you lived in near Frederick because they used to live near Fredrick or Fredneck. Yes, Fredneck. <laughs> where, where did you uh, – what, what city, city did you live in actually? Uh, near – it was called a little town called Middletown. Middletown. All right. I bet she knows where that Middletown. is. I mean, it's like very quaint town. Very, very quaint. I was born in Middletown. I can live in Middletown. All right. Cool. Very nice. <laughs> so keep right. up with the keep up with the basic uh technology. Make it sound soothing and antiquated because it's yeah, it, it, it takes away from the stress of modern times. Well, you know, that's why Todd takes out, you know, the the old old microphone, man. You know, the big bulky one that he plays. Get a little uh, antique sound. Oh, uh, imagination. Yeah, you know that big microphone he has. Yeah, looks like a boxing yeah. ring. You know, like you're using a boxing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In this corner. Yeah. <laughs> That's to give it an antique sound. <laughs> He's got an antique audience. Look at. I it. think. Yeah, I think you 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 make a point. Um, we're we're lucky that this blog talk still allows us to. Uh, talk every once in a while, but um, eventually we're probably going to have to yeah. move on to a different format or Can't find start one doing one Zoom. Yeah. Or something. But for now, yeah. this is what we got. Yeah. But hey, man, it's good to hear from you. Appreciate the call. I'm, I'm glad we got some other uh, testosterone. And we actually have somebody on hold that I know is going to want to take some time and is also. All right, you better get to them. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> All right, brother. We'll have fun in Myrtle Beach, man. Right. Appreciate the call. All right. See you later. First time All caller, right. long time listener. Thanks. All right, Cruz Jamel, you're going to have to um, take two mail calls in a row, or you can play music. That's up to you. Sure, show. Um, I really want to play this this song. It's not okay. a long one. Well, it is kind of long. So I'll tell you what. We'll take that call. And what song I know who one? Uh, espresso. Oh, that's long. All right, let's play. Can we play a short song? 
One minute, 14 seconds? Okay, we'll play that, and then we'll come back with Don Slovin. Y'all ready? This is one of my favorites. This makes me very happy. Very happy. You go for it. All right, here we go. Concert and I want to go do the rest. <laughs> Come running out. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's such a fun song. I love it. Tick, tick, tick. I do too. I do so too. Fun. Tick tick okay. tick. Everybody from A Watts. So. We don't. We don't now, have Mel, Before we take Don's call. Yeah, What's we that? got it. I got it. We I got have nine one seven. We had a lot Don. of songs we uploaded. We're not going to get to play. Is that Don, me? That? Yep. That's you. How are you? You hear me? Mhm. Mhm. Do you hear me? How are you doing? Yes. Good. How much time do I have? Seven got minutes forty-two minutes. seconds. Okay, I got a seven-minute story. So you know, I have uh, two cats, or I did, uh, Forger and Wiley, sweet little kids, cats, and I live in a place where the landlord doesn't give us heat that much. So I have to put a big piece of cardboard over the window in my back room, in the bedroom. Okay. And the cats, they'll sit on the um, sill there. And I'm listening to, on the other side of the cardboard, I don't see it, but I'm hearing scratching sounds. Now, someone told me that sometimes during springtime, the squirrels start coming out, and they're trying to find a place to be able to sit so the rain doesn't get on them. So the squirrel, I assume, is what this is, and I'm listening almost every single night to these little scratchy, scratchy sounds. And my mm-hmm. kitty is sitting, my cat, the Wiley, is sitting there at the sill, and I assume they're, you know, listening. I'm not quite sure what's going on. One day, I come home, I can't find Wiley. Now, you got to understand something. Wiley is an inside cat. I don't have a really big place. It's not really hard to be able to go, Wiley, where are you? And if, they don't, if she doesn't come out, I can't figure out there's something terribly wrong. So I say to Forger, Forger, where's Wiley? Okay, Forger is not giving up any information about where Wiley is. It's a small apartment. She can't have gone very far. I'm looking in the corners. I'm looking all over the place. I can't find Wiley. Time to go to work. I have to go to work, leaving Wiley somewhere where I don't know where she is, and Forger with a big smile on his face. 
I come home. I'm looking around. I still can't find Wiley. Now I'm freaking out. I take every single box. I take everything. I take every piece of clothing out in the way, trying to make sure that she didn't get stuck in the middle of somewhere in the back of somewhere. And then I look, if you will, actually over at the window, and I'm seeing that there's a little hole in the cardboard. I take down the cardboard thing immediately to see, if you will, that there's another thing that I have underneath there, which is like next to the air conditioner of plastic. There's a big hole in the plastic. I'm looking through this little hole in the plastic to see, oh, my God, it's the size of a cat. I go out, if you will, to the other window. I look up, if you will, and there's about three or four floors of fire escapes. And I'm looking all the way up in the top. Fifth floor, I'm looking up there. Guess who's there? Who? Wiley. Wiley. Looking down from the fifth floor. How the hell did she get up? I can't even get that up that ladder to, to get to the next floor. And she's going to go up five floors all the way, and she's sitting over there looking down. i got to tell you mm-hmm. something, Doug and Mel. The squirrel and the cat, they manufactured a jailbreak so Wiley <laughs> could leave. That's my story. The other one I want to quickly put in is that um, I've been sneaking in on the chat room, and I'd love to be able to do it, a list of people that I was given to be able to aid, if you will, a long-distance healing thing. I just want you to know that out of that large group, about four of those people are now cured of the disease. That's wonderful. That may You may win the prize tonight for... Some really good news. I like it. Very nice. It's good news. And we really yeah. should do something. We really should do something to try and, uh, uh, as a community, to sort of start doing some of that longer. You know, people get paid for this stuff. I'm willing to, like, give it up for free to our community. So, just well, saying. Well, I know some of us are, are, you know, praying folks and stuff like that. All um, of them. And, like, like, the stuff you're doing. It, that's all good. Yeah, none that's of that negates. N- yeah, no, none thought, of that negates anything else. It's all, it's all good. It is all good. All good in the hood. Well, listen, Don. Thanks for calling in. I want to get one more song in, so um, we'll talk to you later. Okay. Uh, what am I quack? Uh oh. Uh oh. Sorry, I cut you off. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to play one more song, and uh, maybe we'll gather here on another time maybe later on this week and play more happy songs because we got tons uploaded here you go have a good night
everybody, this is Todd Rundgren, and you're listening to RundgrenRadio.com. You are the crest of the crown, my friend. Well, thank you so much for your support. 